You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. This morning I want to minister a message, faith that overcomes, faith that overcomes. Right now I want you to think about where you find yourself, the boat that you are in. Jesus, when he was with his disciples and there was a storm Jesus spoke to that storm and he said, let it be still. I want you to hear by faith Jesus speaking to your storm, declaring peace over that situation that you are facing right now. Remember, what would be your attitude? What would be your confession about your storm if you heard Jesus praying for you right now on the other side of that wall? You could hear him praying for your situation, for your storm, declaring peace over it. How would your attitude, your confession change about the situation that you are facing? The truth is right now, Jesus is interceding for you and for me. Jesus is speaking a word into the midst of your situation, your storm. Family, the faith that you have that God has given you is a faith that is born of the incorruptible seed of the Lord Jesus Christ himself, the word that became flesh, manifested, and we could see his glory, full of grace and truth. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of 1 John 5, verse 4. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Whatever the enemy is bringing against you, God has got victory over it. Christ has destroyed the works of the devil. The question we have to ask ourselves, what do you believe about Jesus and what do you believe about your situation? There's nothing that the devil can bring against you that is greater than Jesus. There's nothing that the devil can bring against you that is greater than Jesus. Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? The most important question that you have to ask yourself in the situation that you are facing right now, am I born again? Turn to the person next to you and ask them, are you born of God? When you have the revelation that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is on the inside of you, everything will change. The Bible teaches us greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Nothing that the devil can bring against you is greater than what Jesus is. Amen. In our situation that we face, the thing that will deceive you is fear. When you look at your situation from a natural point of view, Fear can grip your heart. But when you've got a revelation from heaven about your situation, 
your situation will change. It was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They had a revelation. They were fully convinced and persuaded in their hearts. Jesus is their deliverer. Jehovah is their deliverer. When the king said, we're going to throw you into the fire, their confession was the following. You can do what you want, king. I'm giving you my version. It says, whether our God delivers us or not, we're not changing our confession. He's our deliverer. We have a revelation on the inside. He's our deliverer. Whether he delivers us or not, he's our deliverer. They were fully persuaded and convinced. They had a revelation who Jesus was, the Spirit of Christ working in them and through them. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Matthew 16, verse 13. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say? that I, the Son of Man, am. So they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Family, there are a lot of people out there saying who Jesus is. But Jesus came to his disciples and he said, I want to hear from you. Who do you say I am? What do you believe about me? Remember, in 1 John, he said, it's our faith that overcomes because we are born of God. He says, those that overcome are the ones who confess that Jesus is the Son of God. He says, and he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the Son of of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven." Jesus says to him, he says, you are blessed. He didn't say all the disciples were blessed. As a matter of fact, he made it very clear who was the one that's blessed. He said, Simon bar Jonah. Simon, the son of Jonah. You are blessed. Why? Because you've received revelation from heaven that I'm the son of God. He says, this revelation that I am the Messiah, that I'm the Son of God, is the very thing that's going to give you victory. He says, a matter of fact, I am going to build my church on this principle. He said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona. Then he says, Peter, Petros, little rock. He says, little rock, upon this big rock, I'm going to build my church, and the gates of Hades will not be able to prevail. Peter's name means little rock, but Jesus is the rock of all ages. He's the solid foundation that we are building upon. He says, I need you to understand, have revelation of what I'm going to do in and through you, Peter. Because you know that I am the Son of God. I am Jesus Christ. I'm the head of the church. I'm going to build my church on this revelation, this understanding. He says, and when the church is the church, 
with the revelation that Jesus Christ is Lord, that everything that he died for on the cross was for you and for me, that every fundamental problem that we face, challenge that might come against us, Jesus Christ has died for it. What do you declare about your situation? Who is Lord? Your situation or Jesus Christ? He says, this small stone, little stone, Peter, I'm going to start building my church upon this big rock. And all of you that accept me, the life that is in Christ Jesus, you will become living stones, and I'm going to build my church. Family, when you have this revelation, and God allows you to receive it, you'll never ever miss a church service again. Because you'll know that when the body of Christ comes together, it's the reservoir of God's power. But when you don't have that revelation, Jesus is Lord, Jesus is the Son of God, nothing will change. When you have that revelation, revelation will push you into action. But when you don't have a revelation, you don't have that conviction, you won't do it. Peter said, 1 Peter 2 verse 4, he says, Jesus Christ is the living stone. He says, you've come to a living stone. When we come to worship, we come to a living stone. And he says, you and me, we've become living stones so that we can be built into his church, his body, and find our rightful place. When you have that revelation that I need you like you need me, that your strength becomes my strength, then many things that we face will be much easier because Jesus said two believers are better than one. But if the enemy can get you to a place where you isolate yourself, Proverbs 18 says a man that isolates himself seeks his own desire, and rages against all wise judgment. Can you imagine when the body comes together, you have that revelation that Jesus is Lord. That revelation will push you into action. Remember the Ethiopian in the book of Acts. Stephen is busy having a conversation with him, sharing with him the word. What did the eunuch say? He says, what hinders me from being baptized now? He says, if you believe. He doesn't tell him what to believe. He says, if you believe, you can be baptized. What is his response? He says, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. When you have a revelation that Jesus is the Son of God, he, that he died and that he was made alive, raised from the dead. Go read Romans 6. What does baptism mean? Baptism means you're being buried with Christ and you're being raised with Christ. When you have a revelation and you truly need it, we won't have to tell you, please have yourself baptized. You'll say, what hinders me from being baptized? And Stephen said, if you believe, you can be baptized. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. It is our faith that gives us the victory. What is born of God gives us victory. Faith that gives victory is faith that is born of the Spirit, from the regenerated Spirit of man. Turn to the person next to you and say whether you like it or not. Faith is something you have.
Jesus said in Ephesians 2 verse 8, by grace you have been saved through faith. Where did you get that faith? Jesus deposited on the inside of you an incorruptible seed, the hope of glory, Christ Jesus, been hidden for ages and now being revealed. Turn to the person next to you and say, you're an overcomer. A matter of fact, when you've accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible teaches us in Ephesians 1 verse 3 that you have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. It means you are blessed already. Turn there quickly, Ephesians 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ, just as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to Himself. Do you know why you can be a son of God? Because the Son of God predestined it and it lives on the inside of you. You can be a Son of God because the Son of God, Jesus Christ, is on the inside of you. When you have that revelation that Christ is on the inside of you, everything will change. You won't take things personal anymore. What happened to Paul on the way to Damascus? He's persecuting the church, the living Jesus, the head, Christ himself. He's busy persecuting the church. What happens on the way to Damascus? Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Lord, I'm not persecuting you. I love you. I'm killing these bad Christians. He says, no, you're not coming against them. You're coming against me. You're not persecuting them. You're busy persecuting me. You need the revelation to know that Christ is on the inside of you. The one who came to destroy the works of the devil. The one who is life. The one who is light. The one who is the beauty of heaven. Filled with the fullness of heaven's glory. On the inside of you. Paul writes in Ephesians, you've been blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. It's part of our declaration. Family, let me tell you something. Jesus wants to hear what you are confessing, what you are declaring, what you are saying. Who do you say that I am? Can you say he's a healer, he's a provider, he's the deliverer? When you are born again, you find yourself in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. When you're in the realm of victory, in Christ Jesus, even if giants come against you, you'll keep your peace. What did David say? He said to that giant, you've not come against me, you've come against my God. You've come to defile God, not against me. Why could he say that? He was not trained in weaponry like Goliath. But when he came, he stepped out in confidence, finding himself in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. Whereas the giant found himself in the realm of defeat and failure. If you believe that, that Jesus is the Son of God, you've positioned yourself in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus.
doesn't matter what's coming your way. God will see you through. God will take you from where you are to where he wants you to be. Turn to the person next, next to you and say, victory is mine. Tell them again, say, victory is mine. If you want victory, listen to me, if you want victory, think about Peter walking on the water. Think about any situation. Jesus saying to Peter, speaking a word and saying, drop the net. When you believe God's word, everything will start to change. But you have to start to live above your senses. What do I mean by that? What you see, what you feel, what you hear. Because those things will dictate your direction. What many people think is faith is feelings. You wake up in the morning and you say, I feel I have strong faith today. What happens tomorrow when you wake up and you feel you don't have strong faith? Your faith does this. But your faith must be based on something that is constant. And that's Jesus Christ who's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Don't let your circumstances dictate what you believe. Feelings, seeing, hearing. And you say that is faith. Faith is not a feeling. Family, listen to me. Don't even put your faith in your faith. Because if you put your faith in your faith, you are bound to be disappointed. Because your faith will do this. But when your faith is in Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever, when you pray, you don't look at yourself, don't look at how much faith you've got, but you look to the cross where the price was paid. That is our victory that overcomes that which is born of God when you accept what the Lord Jesus Christ has done for you. When you accept that kind of faith, You'll start to live above your senses. Faith that overcomes is a faith that is rooted in revelation. It's a faith that originates from the regenerated spirit of man. That faith, when it's faith and it's working, it's a grace. It's a grace. Paul says, I've worked harder than any of these disciples, any of them. He says, but when I'm honest, I see it's the grace of God working in me and through me. Today, too many Christians talk about what they see. They speak into existence their senses, what they hear, what they feel, what they see, instead of getting heaven's opinion. You cannot base your faith on what you see. You have to base your faith on what you believe. Your faith must be based upon Christ's resurrection the fact that he died and paid the price in full and the fact that Christ has been raised from the dead that whatever situation that you are facing whether there's death whether there's turmoil whether there's challenges you know that resurrection power of Christ can change that situation family listen to me when Jesus was in hell being accused being judged God the Father was not embarrassed about his son's situation. In the same way, Jesus is not embarrassed about your situation, but he has the answer and the solution. A matter of fact, God the Father is ready to manifest his presence in your situation so that it will change. The question that you have to ask yourself, 
What do you believe about God and your situation? Turn back just one page, Matthew 14, verse 27. Jesus gave instruction to the disciples, go to the other side, and they're in the boat. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. Family, whenever you see, do not be afraid. It's another way of saying, have faith. Have faith. Because when you have faith in God, you can overcome any situation. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boistering, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. Can you see here? As long as Peter's eyes were on Jesus, he did not sink. But as soon as he took his eyes off Jesus and he started looking at his situation, his circumstances, what the waves were saying, how the waves were coming in his direction, he started sinking. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Hebrews 12 says, looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Because he had you and me in mind, he endured it. Family, keep your eyes on Jesus. Ask yourself, what boat are you in right now? What boat are you in right now? Is it a, a boat that's experiencing a bit of a storm? All of us have been in this COVID storm. In this storm, Jesus was on the way to all his disciples. I want to tell you, when you find yourself in a storm, as a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus is on his way to come and help you. You need revelation of this. You need revelation to know what kind of protection you are under. When you can see that Jesus is on his way, everything will change. As a matter of fact, Peter had so much confidence, he jumped out and he started walking. Do you know what I see in that? On this water, right now, maybe it feels like you are walking on water. Jesus was saying to him, Peter, just one more step. Just one more step. Just one more step. Keep looking at me. Just one more step. Family, just keep on moving. Just keep on moving. It was Peter when the Lord spoke to him and said, Luke 5, verse 5, drop down your nets. Peter had the revelation that believing God is believing his word. That's why when Jesus said to him now, come to me, he knew he had received the word early on. When the Lord spoke something, the nets were full. He said, Lord, if it's you, let me walk on water. I liked what my wife said last week when she said, the waves that want to come over your head to drown you, they're under Jesus' feet. Amen. The waves that want to come over you to drown you, they're under your feet. Family, the most important thing in a storm, you need peace. You need peace. This is the faith 
that has overcome this world. It's the faith that has overcome this world. When you can get to a place and put your troubles, your problems, your boat that's being shaken by a storm, when you put that and you put it in Jesus' hands, Jesus will put his peace in your heart. It is this peace of God in our hearts that makes the difference. Jesus said, I leave with you peace. I leave with you peace. Turn with me in your Bibles to John 14, verse 27. Can we have the Passion Translation? I leave the gift of peace with you, my peace. Not the kind of fragile peace given by the world, but my perfect peace. Don't yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be encouraged. Jesus said, I leave my peace with you. Not the peace of this world, but a peace that will overcome. I want to leave you with this. Something that I read this week. Numbers. Every Sunday, you know, at the end of the service, I declare the priestly blessing over you. May the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious towards you. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Do you know what is the meaning of that word peace? It's the word shalom. It's the word shalom. It, it comprises of four letters. But what it really means is it is teeth with the authority to crush all chaos. It means Jesus is giving you some teeth that that situation, that chaos to bite it to pieces, to crush it. So when they declare that blessing over you, they say, may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious towards you. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and the teeth to crush or chaos. Do you know what that means? It means the storm that you are facing right now does not have authority over you, but you have authority over that storm. And Jesus said to Peter, I want you to listen now. I'm going to build my church on this foundation, the rock Jesus Christ, and you little rock, you'll become a living rock and we'll build, and you'll be able to come against the gates of hell. Peter what you bind here on earth will be bound in heaven. What you lose here on earth will be loosed in heaven. Whatever situation is coming against you, you have the authority. Even the gates of hell that wants to prevail and push against you. He says, I'm telling you now, hell will not be able to prevail because of my church. This revelation that you have on the inside that Jesus is the Son of of God. The living God is on the inside of you. Paul had this revelation. He says in Galatians 2 verse 20, I've been crucified with Christ. I no longer live. But the life that I live now, I live by the Spirit. Family, when you have this revelation, Christ lives on the inside of you. You'll write and understand what Paul said in Romans 8. You've become more than a conqueror. You've become more 
than a conqueror. Whatever situation is coming against you, that situation does not have authority over you. But Christ has authority over that situation. What do you believe about that situation? If you believe Jesus is the Son of God, said Simon Barjona, you are blessed. You've received this revelation. You can move forward. This is the faith that has overcome the world. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. The situation that you are facing, start to confess what you believe. Jesus is Lord over that situation. The situation does not have authority over me, but I have authority over the situation. Family, that kind of faith on the inside requires a confession. It needs a confession. I want to challenge you from today. Make a confession. Go out and say, Jesus is Lord. And whatever thing that you are facing, declare the Lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ over that situation. And you see God will take you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.